0: Ahem. <clears throat> Ash Hadola, la Haila, Lava, Tahula, Sharika, Ash Hadu, and Mohammedan Abduhu, Rasul. Ama Badu fauzu, Billa, him in a Bismillahir Rahmah, Nirrahim. first reading is from chapter 47 verses 31 to 35 wala nabrul wanna pum hatta na'amal mujahidin minkum wathabirin wa nab wa أخبابكم إن الذين كفروا وفدوا عن سبيل الله وشعاق رسول من بعد ما تبين لهم الهداة لَن يَدُرُّ اللَّهَ شَيْئًا وَسَيُحْمِوا عَمَالَهُمْ يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُونَ عَقِيُّ اللَّهَ وَعَقِيُّ عَقِيُّ عَقِيُّ وَلَا تُعْمَلُ لَكُمْ إِنَّ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا وَسَدُّوا عَن سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ عُمِّمَ مَا تَوُهُّوْنَ كُفَّارٌ فَلْيَغْفِرِ اللَّهُ لَهُمْ فَلَا تَحِنُوا وَتَدْعُوا and certainly we will try you till we know those among you who strive hard and the steadfast. And manifest your views surely those who disbelieve and hinder men from allah's way and oppose the messenger after guidance after guidance is quite clear to them cannot harm allah in any way and he will make their deeds fruitless and you O oh you who believe obey allah and obey the messenger and make not your deeds vain Surely, those who disbelieve and hinder men from Allah's way, then die disbelievers. Allah will not forgive them. And be not slack so as to cry for peace. And you are the uppermost. And Allah is with you. And He will not bring your deeds to naught. The other verse I will just uh, recite the English translation. This is uh, chapter 2 verses 153 to 156. O you who believe, seek assistance through patience and prayer. Surely Allah is with the patient. And speak not of those who are slain in Allah's way as dead. No, they are alive. But you perceive not. And we shall certainly try you with something of fear and hunger and loss of property and lives and fruits. And give good news the patient who when a misfortune befalls them they say surely we are Allah's and to him we shall return those are they on whom are blessings and mercy from their Lord and those are the followers path I have recited these Quran because members of our community in a country that I will not name have been threatened with all kinds of uh, Difficulties, to put it mildly, if they do not give up being Lahari Emdi's. They've been threatened, their families have been threatened. With everything. Death, persecution, beatings and so on. But the president of the uh, community there has sent me text messages to say that they are standing fast and that they will continue <clears throat> to be members of this organization whatever difficulties they have to face Because this is the history of the world for those who want to change it. There are others who want to retain the status quo because it's in their interest. The Holy Prophet was persecuted. We know he was threatened with death at one stage. The Muslims in Makkah were in such difficulty that they had to leave Makkah and take refuge on a mountain just outside Makkah. And people were forgiven, people were forbidden to provide them food or water. And the situation became so critical. That people had to eat leaves from trees and tree bark just to try and survive. But eventually they were victorious. The Holy Prophet Muhammad was threatened with. Death with martyrdom. But look at the man. He didn't just run away from uh, Medina, leaving the rest of the community behind. He got every single member of the community out of Makkah before he left with his friend, Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq. He was the last one to leave, the last two to leave. And as they hid in the cave and the Makkans got to the mouth of the cave, Hazrat Abu Bakr, Allah, became afraid and said to the Holy Prophet, who will save us now? There is only two of us. And there is a whole horde of them outside. And the Holy Prophet said, No, we are not two, we are three. Inna Allah Ma'ana. Allah is with us. And of course, He is the greatest protector. Through all the ups and downs, he stood fast. But those were disbelievers who were persecuting the Holy Prophet Muhammad. Have Muslims not persecuted their own holy men? Who martyred Hazrat Imam Hassan? Who martyred Hazrat Imam Hussain? Both of the Holy Prophet's grandsons. Were martyred. Hazrat Imam Hussain had only a few people, just his family members with him. And the whole of the Muslim world had turned against him. The Muslim government, the Muslim army, it was the Muslim army who slaughtered that small band of believers. But as the verse that I recited says that those who die in Allah's way and speak not of those who die die in Allah's way, who were slain in Allah's way as having died, they are alive but you cannot see. But the story didn't end with Hazrat Imam Hussain. Hadrat Imam Abu Hanifa, he was put in prison. He was hung by his hands for such a long Who did that? A Muslim government. Imam Bukhari. Now we load him. And say what a great man he was and what great service to islam he did but towards the end of his life imam bukhari was heard to cry oh allah your land is so vast why is it that it has become so small for me that i cannot find peace and security anywhere and today we call them hazrat and we say rahmatullah and so on but we persecuted and some as i said we killed and this tradition Sayyid Ahmed shaheed he rose up in india to try and protect muslims from the persecution they were facing in the Punjab but the position of his army was betrayed by who by Muslims and Sikhs fell upon his army and slaughtered everyone these are all our own glorious deeds. The promised Messiah. He was persecuted. False reports would be sent to the government that he is not paying income tax. False reports would be registered against him that he is uh, Uh, carried out someone's murder or he was planning someone's murder. The police was raiding his home continuously on one excuse, on another, on reports by Muslims. And what was he doing? He was defending Muslims, he was defending Islam by holding debates, and challenging non-Muslims to come and debate with him in public, openly. The Christians and Arya Samaj and everyone else. The least Muslims could have done was to stand on one side and at least not waste his time. But he used to get abusive mail by the sackload every day. And as i said false reports against him to authorities to have him imprisoned or even hanged there was also amongst the others who were persecuted sabzada abdul latif who was an afghani and he went to Afgh- he came from Afghanistan to India, he met Hazrat Sahib. he joined the Jamaat and then he went back to Afghanistan. And he was arrested. A pit was dug in a field. He was buried in that pit up to his waist and he was stoned to death. And to his dying breath he still said He was an Ahmadi. There were riots in 1953 in Pakistan. My own grandfather's house was surrounded by a mob who were going to set it alight and burn my grandfather and my grandmother, burn them alive inside the house. It was their neighbors, non empty neighbors, who actually saved them. So there are good people in every community. And then there were riots in 1974. When the same thing happened to many Eventies, their houses were surrounded by mobs and set on fire and they were burnt alive. Some of them were saved, like Hadar the late Dr. Sayyid Ahmad Sahib, because his son was in the army when he heard that uh, mob was gathering, he sent an army contingent. And these great Mujahids, when they saw the army coming, they all ran away. They were very brave when they were innocent men and children in the house, who they were going to burn alive, but as soon as someone came with some firepower, they dispersed. And this has this has continued to this day, in different forms, in different countries. At least twice, we have been attacked. But fortunately, we were protected by the British police. One time was in Wembley, in the conference center there, where a meeting was being held against MDs. And I turned up there and we were distributing leaflets and people tried to grab us and beat us and so on and uh, uh, my children ran and got the police who came and rescued me and at the time it was in uh, Hyde Park but people saw the police there and although they were very aggressive verbally When they saw the police, they didn't actually physically attack us. So this thing continues. But the question is, why? And the reason is this, that we are a revolutionary organization. We want to change the world. We want to change the Muslim world. We want to change their thinking. We want to change the way they behave. But this is against the interests of the hierarchy that leads the Muslim world. And that's why they try and that's why they persecute us and try and kill us and they will continue. But this cannot go on for long. Because the world's eyes will open, the Muslims' own eyes will open to the truth. And they will see. And they will see, and they are seeing, that if Islam is to not just, not survive, survive, but also to spread and be propagated, and prosper and muslims are to prosper they have no choice to bol- no choice but to follow the lahore Mdm movement for example in those countries where muslims are in a majority they're told pick up the sword go out and kill non muslims Such as Hindus and Sikhs and Christians and so on or frame false charges against them and this is regarded as a very good deed but will they do that in India pick up the sword and go out and try and kill the uh, non-Muslim majority how about England They pay agents, thousands of agents, thousands of pounds to get into Europe, to England, America and so on. Illegally or legally, they are not concerned. Will they pick up a gun and a sword and go and kill the non-Muslims who live in these countries? And then they look very innocently, and they say, "Why is there Islamophobia? What do they expect?" A man goes from England to United States. He breaks into a synagogue and holds the people hostage who've gathered there for their prayers, and threatens to kill them. It's all over. Radio, television, internet, everywhere. Would those people love you after seeing that or hate you? This is your definition of jihad that you're using. What service has that done to Islam? The only people who are succeeding, whether it's in Europe or America or Canada or wherever, are those who are following. The promised Messiah's definition of your heart. But a duty lies upon us as well. And that is that we have to struggle and work hard to take the message of Islam to Muslims and non Muslims. The Muslims we have to explain why their ideas are wrong whether it's about jihad whether it's whether it is about rights and position of women whether it's about rights of uh, non-muslims the list is a long one and the only interpretation the only teaching of is, uh, of islam that can succeed that will succeed is the one that we put forward regardless of whether you exterminate us or not. You will have no choice. No choice at all. But to follow what the promised Messiah, Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmed said. And whether you believe us or not, that is sufficient proof of the truth of his claim that he came to save the Muslims. But Afghanistan he predicted that because of the heinous crimes that were committed on its soil, it will suffer bloodshed for many, many years to come. And since that day, since that day, it is nearly 200 years there has not been one day of peace in Afghanistan. It's been invaded, it's been pillaged, it's been plundered, it's been destroyed, it's been bombed. By many different powers, the British, the Russians, the Americans, and the list goes on. So I say to my brothers in this country, join. And be proud, be proud that you have joined the list of the righteous ones who were persecuted, who were denied their rights, who were threatened with, with death, and some of them were actually killed. Today we I have asked the Jamaats across the world to pray for them that Allah may keep them safe save them from trials and give them the strength to be steadfast in their beliefs as they have been so far so I will request you to say a special prayer for the Lahari Amdies in this country who are under the sentence of death in this country? Barakallahu lana wala kum fil Qur'anil asim wa nafana wa yaa kum bil ayyativa zikri al hakeem inna hu jawadun karimun malikun barraufur rahim. الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد لا اله الا الله واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد على ابراهيم وعلى ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد على ابراهيم آل ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم من نصر محمد الله عليه وسلم وجعلنا اللهم أخسُل من خزلا الدين محمد إنسال الله عليه وسلم ولا تجعلنا من إباح الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل واليسان واليتاج القربة وجنها أنيل فخشاء والمنكر والباقي يأيذكم لا اللهكم تزكرون وشكر الله يشكركم وسَبَرُ اللَّهُ يَسْكُرُ كُمْ يَعْلَمُ مَا الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله هيل الفلا قد كامته السلام قد كامته الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله <coughs> الله أكبر. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Ar-Rahmanir Rahim Maliki Yawmiddin Yaakana Abudu Yaakana Astagheen Ihtinaqti Vawal Mustaqeem Iwata al Ladina An-Amta Alayhim أَعْجَرِ الْمَعْذُورِ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا بَالِنَا مِنْهُمْ إِلَّا أَحَدَكُمْ مُتَّقًا وَمُتَّقًا مِنْهُمْ إِلَّا أَحَدَكُمْ Allahu Akbar Sami Allah Huliman Hamida Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Al-Rahman, Ar-Raheem, Maliki Yawm al-Din Iyaka na'abudu wa Iyaka nasta'in Ihtinaq waafu al-mustaqeem Khiwaata al-lazina an'amta alayhim Ghyri al-maghdubi وَنَظَّ هُوَ اللهُ أَحَدٌ اللهُ الصَّمَدُ لَمْ يَلِدْ وَلَمْ يُولَدْ وَلَمْ يَكُنْ لَهُ كُفُوًا اللهُ أَكْبَرُ Sami Allah Liman Muhammad Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar अल्लाह हु السلام عليكم ورحمه الله السلام عليكم wa الله الله Bana Tina Fibinias and I don't like a lot of the Longman Kasha to talk Thank you for joining us for our Friday service. And I repeat my request to you that in your five daily prayers, please continue to pray for uh, um, our friends in this country who are uh, under severe persecution and threats of uh, death and so on. May Allah keep everyone, the whole of humanity, whoever it is and wherever they may be, free from harm and safe and sound. Assalamu alaikum, khuda hafiz, goodbye.